This is Jaffe Lee, Public Information Officer and Planner for the Florida Department of Health, and this is Flagler Health Matters. Today's show is going to be about the 2024 Child Health Fair, and I have two people that are organizing this Child Health Fair together on the phone. First, Greg Blasse, who is the President and CEO of the Palm Coast Flagler Regional Chamber. Welcome to the show, Greg. Hey, Jaffe. Thanks for having me. And also, Brian Sudrain, you, sir, I've met several times. Welcome to the show, Brian. Thank you for also being able to call in from the other side of the world, pretty much. Thank you for having me, Jeff. So we are here to talk today about the 2024 Child Health Fair. And, you know, I attended this fair last year as a representative for the Florida Department of Health Flagler, um, and it was a great event. It was very well attended. There were a lot of people that came out to see what was going on. Um, tell me, Brian, how is the event different for the second edition this year? Well, yeah, for the second edition, first of all, there's a change of location. Last year, we did at elementary school. And this year, we're going to do it at Bite Taylor Middle School, a more central location. Hopefully, even more people will be able to attend this year. And then the other main difference is that uh, we'll have a larger focus on our uh, economic development uh, side of the um, child health fair with uh, banks attending, et cetera, et cetera. So, yeah, pretty excited about that. Tell me a little bit about that. I, I That's a new concept to me. So economic development for kids? So basically the Child Health Fair's goal is to be a fun family event, but obviously to give as much information as possible about health. And one of the key factors that relates to health um, is actually economics because the more money you have, basically, the better health you can afford. And so um, I think having those uh, kind of uh, information and um, at their their disposition is um, is great for families and um, looking at the the research uh, for um, one of the main issues for families struggling with health um, is rent actually and so that's all relating to to cash so the more money you have the the better off you are always. That's so smart, you know, starting young and, and showing kids the way that they can work their money in terms of being smart about it and how it does affect their health is just a, a really smart angle to take on that. Um, so, you know, I might even try to attend something like that. I mean, who can't use information about economic development? So fabulous. Um, I want to ask the four categories of focus of the event. What are they? I, um, I'm curious. So their health, safety, education, and then economic development, as we mentioned. Okay, great. The, and the reasoning. Mm-hmm. The, the reasoning behind those um, uh, categories are well, obviously, health um, kind of makes sense as a child health fair. Safety obviously relates to health directly, and we're going to have the uh, fire department and also uh, the sheriff's department there uh, to also have that close connection with the public. It's important for those types of institutions to be close to the public. And then, um, obviously, education. The more educated you are, the more that relates to economic development, but also um, for health, the, the more information you have, the, the better you are about your health. 
Yes. And so that everyone understands, this is the Child Health Fair, second annual. It's 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. on the 24th of February at Buddy Taylor Middle School. And, Brian, you're primarily the organizer in help and partnership with the Palm Coast Flagler Regional Chamber. Um, But this is the second year that this is a child health fair, and it's a very specific age range that you're going for here. Is that correct? Yeah, um, we keep it relatively open, but we're mainly targeting zero to 10 years old. Um, but yeah, that's uh, our, our main focus because that's where health really starts. You know, if, if you have a, a good health and, and good foundations at that point, then you can really build from there in a, in a good manner. Talk to me a little bit about your sponsorship for this event. Well, actually, this event is uh, presented by Advent Health. Uh, they've very generously uh, sponsored the event and are supporting us through and through with the organization marketing of the event. Uh, so, yeah, they're awesome partners. That's wonderful. And that speaks a lot to the work that you've been doing to get this event off the ground um, as just being the second annual. What a, fa- what a fabulous sponsorship to have available to you. So thank you to Advent Health. Yeah, definitely a big thank you. And I'm wondering, um, Greg, on the line, can you hear me? Yes, I can. So, sir, how did that um, sponsorship come around? Was that through partnership with the regional chamber, or how did you get the folks to the table? Yeah, no, um, we, uh, we, the, the whole reason we're having a child health fair is because um, many people may not know this, but the, our chamber, the Palm Coast Flagler Regional Chamber, conducts research about our economy, our population, the education system, so on and so forth. And so anyway, uh, one of the things we noticed was the high poverty rate of the zip code 32110. Uh, there's also quite a bit of poverty in 32137, uh, which is on the north side of Palm Coast. And um, so we started collecting this data, and uh, we uh, came across the research from Advent Health about the community health assessment. And there was a lot of information in there. And as we're reading this and we're thinking about our own uh, research that we do with regards to the community and, and, and explaining why we're trying to do some of these things uh, with poverty or with education, you know, we found that we had a lot of overlaps with Advent Health. And uh, we went and met with them. We talked to them about our research, their research, and found that we had common goals that we were trying to achieve in the community. So why not partner up and try to try to uh, work on some of these things together? So that's how we got there. Fantastic. That's really smart, too, to think about um, the overlapping of services, but to just go ahead and partner together. And Advent Health does so much for the community. It's going to be really exciting to see where this child health fair goes in years to come. I agree. One of the you, kind of Brian was talking about some of the new aspects of this. You know, we're, we're trying to make it even more family friendly for the kids. So obviously the location change from Benell Elementary to the more visible Buddy Taylor Middle School is important. But also uh, we're going to have even more activities for the kids so that it's, you know, one of those opportunities for parents to, you know, let the kids go run around on the bounce house, you know, and obviously we'll have that supervised and all that. Uh, but also for them to go get information about, you know, some of the important programs that exist in this community that can help support our local families. And at the end of the day, that's what this is all about. This is all about making sure that we're getting parents connected with the right information on how to make sure that their kid's healthy in a number of ways, right? Not just mentally and physically, but also uh, hopefully financially. And, and so we'll have all of that there. We're excited about it. 
Very exciting. My next question to you both is, um, why is the Junior Chamber focusing on this event? Right. Well, I'll, I'll take that one uh, first, Brian, if you don't mind. Uh, Jaffe, yeah, that go goes back to, to what I was saying about the research. Um, we had our Junior Chamber students uh, as a part of, the, uh, of an activity last school year to look at the poverty rate in Flagler County, uh, to look at the uh, under-18 poverty rate. And when you start to look at those numbers, it's, it becomes pretty concerning. There's a lot of people in this uh, community, in Flagler County as a whole, uh, that are living in, in poverty. And I think that number is somewhere around 20% for the, for the Benel 3211 zip code, and it's uh, around 16 to 17% for the 32137 zip code. Those are the two highest. So, you know, here we have basically one out of five, one out of six kids in our schools uh, are um, do not have access to the resources that they need. They need extra support. Uh, they're, they're going through a poverty situation. Some of these kids are homeless. And so, um, you know, we're trying to draw awareness to that. We're trying to bring the resources out. So instead of parents having to go seek it out at 15 different places, you know, if we can create that opportunity um, to just go to one spot to get all of this information, then we're making people's lives easier. So to answer your question directly, why the Junior Chamber? Uh, part of that is because, one, we have the partnerships with all these agencies to be able to pull this off. And number two really is uh, all about trying to make sure that we are – you know, we have access to kids and, and students as a part of the junior chamber. So this gives students an opportunity to put their hands on a project, to, to, to be involved in a team that's putting forth an event like this that's going to host dozens and dozens of families. You know, there's volunteer hours that students are looking for, and, and they legitimately care and want to be involved in this type of work. Real ownership is what it sounds like, too, and also the idea of being um, proactive instead of reactive, which is what happens so often with families. They're just trying to do everything they can to catch up and do what they can in the moment. But this is this is true education to the people that are coming to the event, that they can begin to learn how to help themselves, it sounds like. Absolutely. And when you look at the metrics, that some of the things that the chamber tracks is kindergarten readiness, uh, third grade reading scores. You know, these are trending in the right direction now after years of decline. But, you know, when you really step back and look at it, you're talking about 52% of the five-year-olds, only 52% of them have gone to a VPK program. Uh, only, you know, uh, somewhere less than 60% of our third graders can read. So if we can talk to a parent of a third grader, of a second grader, and say, look, here's a free book, here's the difference, here's the science behind why you should read to your kids, um, you know, why you should work with them on X, Y, and Z subjects, uh, or just knowing this information may uh, prompt parents to become more involved. And it's not that we want to tell you that you've been a bad parent, but sometimes you just don't have access to this information, especially if you're in one of these poverty demographics. You know, nobody's telling you that 80% of your, your child's brain growth happens between the age of year zero and year three. So if you don't have that information, you don't know that, hey, I really should read to my toddler or my infant, even if they don't understand what I'm saying. It's the act of doing it. It's them seeing the letters and the words. Uh, that's the real impact. So it, it's, it's little stuff like that that uh, we're just trying to make a difference in our 
own way. We're, we're trying to give the students of the Junior Chamber an opportunity to participate in that, and um, it's worked out so far. So we're, we're really excited for year two. Yes, and even just the growth in the event from the very beginning. I mean, Brian came into the office at the Florida Department of Health, Flagler and Bunnell, and he had this idea, and it was just a seed, and now it has grown into this wonderful sponsored by Advent Health event. And it's just so exciting to even know that a lot of it is data-driven because that's how the Florida Department of Health, Flagler operates. It's looking at the data, and then that tells you what it is that you need for your community to become more healthy healthy and not just healthy, but what you all are focusing on, which is health, safety, education, and economic development all together. Absolutely. And um, I think the economic part can't be understated. That That's the work of the chamber, right? Like the part of what the chamber of commerce does in a community is we're fighting to make sure that our entire region is prosperous. And uh, one of the best ways to prosperity and even to uh, access to health care is through your job, through your career. So, you know, we want to make sure that um, the folks that haven't had a good run, you know, the, the folks that do find themselves in the poverty line, uh, we want them to know, look, uh, there's opportunities for you to do more. We're looking to shift this whole entire economy from, uh, and I say this whole entire economy is flag Flagler counties is largely uh, tourism and retail based. Uh, we're working with our local government partners and economic development leaders right now, and the education system. Uh, we want to we want to transition this to a healthcare centric economy, or or at, at bare minimum, make healthcare a more a, a bigger focus, a bigger job generator than it is now. Because those those careers pay more. Those careers have healthcare as a part of your benefit. Um, and it's it's not that hard to reskill somebody. So if you've been working, you know, in a warehouse kind of at a dead end job for a long time, or one of these retail jobs, um, you know, we want people to know, hey, you can reskill and you can make more money. You don't have to stay in that same dead end job for 35 years anymore. I mean, that's people are moving around, and we want to give them access to that information. What are the hottest jobs? Who's hiring? How much can you make? Um, you know, the healthcare industry is very interested in in reskilling folks. And so I think that's part of the success solution uh, here in Flagler County as we look forward another five or 10 years. Anybody that might be listening to this and they're liking what they're hearing, how can they get their youth involved in the junior chamber? Is that something that's um, through an application process or how does that work? Yeah, uh, we have a super low barrier to entry. So all you got to do is go to jccflorida.com and uh, sign up to be on our email newsletter. And we will start directly to your inbox opportunities for uh, you to participate in our events. The Junior Chamber is a 501c3 nonprofit. Um, very rare that we charge for the public to be involved in anything that we do. So almost everything we do is free. Um, so that's the best way to start to get uh, information delivered directly to you about, you know, whether it's this health fair or uh, we do field trips and financial literacy workshops for students. Uh, we do scholarships and all that. So uh, jccflorida.com. Perfect. We are talking about the second annual Child Health Fair, which is going to be held on February 24th, and it has changed locations this year. It is centralized at Buddy Taylor Middle School, and the times are 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. So this is the second annual Child Health Fair sponsored by Advent Health. 
Um, where, Brian, I'm going to ask you this question. Where do you see this child health fair growing in the future? Do you see growth opportunities? What are your thoughts? Yeah, obviously, I think uh, the concept is, is pretty well set now. And I think the probably the next step for, um, I think, starting a little bit this year, but especially next year, is that environment uh, to the youth. To the, I think that's probably, I mean, it's one of the big topics for the youth and in general um, nowadays in, in our world. But I think um, it totally makes sense if you're in a safe environment. Then uh, you're and in a you know nice environment that isn't polluted, etc. You're going to be healthier. So I think uh, that's probably our next step. Uh, on top of having you know more organizations join in in the already existing uh, sections, as well as um, having more attendees and more fun activities for uh, families to join in and, and learn more. It's really interesting because you know this this is a health fair. For children, child health fair, it's organized by youth, which is a very unique uh, concept, but works really well. I know that there's evidence-based information that talks about how if youth are able to organize the event, they're just that much more involved in it. And I know it shows with your event because it's such a well-received event. But now we're, we're defining health differently in a sense because we're going through the whole um, – gamut of the economic side, the data side, and the safety side. And you specified on safety. So what kind of safety education do you mean, Brian, specifically? Well, I think safety can range um, from a, a variety of things. But I think uh, you can go from the sheriff's department to the fire department that I previously mentioned. There are key safety uh, type of um, organizations where, you know, <laughs> the fire department saves you from uh, your house burning down and you burning down with it. And um, the sheriff's department saves you from uh, all the ill-intentioned people in the world that want uh, to do you harm. And that definitely uh, includes your health. So those are prime examples. Um Sailor's medical training teaches you how to do first aid. I think that's a, a good safety uh, just generally for the public to have. If more people know how to do first aid, you're in a safer community. So I, I think those are kind of the prime examples uh, are of safety um, that are in, in the child health care. I'm trying to think if I know of any other health fair that is operating from um, a data point in terms of what it is that they're bringing to the table. Greg, can you think of any other ones? Yeah. Well, I, I learned this from the state chamber. I spent eight years at the Florida chamber in Tallahassee. And so this is very much what the state chamber does. They look at the data and their research first, which um, this you're starting to see trickle down to the local chambers now um, because what do we, you know, it's got to be more than empirical data, right? It's got to be more than what we think is happening. We have to be able to prove it. And so that's why we talk so much about the numbers. Uh, you know, it's more than just being a numbers person, but, you know, it's really understanding what's happening in our community. And sometimes, you know, we have blinders on. I, I live on the north side of Palm Coast. I have no idea what's happening in Seminole Woods or any other zip code. I barely know what's happening in my zip code, right? I got two kids. I'm running around crazy. So, um, you know, this data is important. It, it gives us an opportunity to, to look at the whole. And in this instance, the whole is the is the entire county of Flagler with its different zip codes. Um, and uh, so I think you'll see more and more of that because the response to it is people get it. I mean, this is reputable data. This is the Department of Health, Department of Education, you know, the state of Florida. So 
Uh, it's not just, oh, we kind of think this is happening. Um, it's something that what we're trying to do is we found what the problems are. Now we're trying to address it. And what we can now do is measure whether or not our attempts to address these problems are actually successful. And look, we're going to fail sometimes. You know, This might not be the right response. We'll, we'll find out in a couple of years. But um, it's the ability to look at the data, look at how we're trying to solve it, and measure whether or not we're moving the needle. Because if we're not moving the needle, um, then we're just spinning our wheels. We need to do something differently. This is a free event. Yep. Thinking as a parent here, with all of that being said, uh, there is no cost involved, um, but there are lots of um, people that will be at the event that are partners throughout the community. And I know, again, this is the Child Health Fair at Buddy Taylor Middle School, second annual. And from the perspective of an adult, a parent, attending this event, um, can you name a few of the things that I can expect to be able to actually either sign up for or participate in? I know the Florida Department of Health will be there. We're going to have um, women, infant, and children, the WIC department representatives where you can sign up if you qualify for services. Brian, when I first met you, you were a very service-oriented person. You wanted it to be more than just brochures and hands and bags. You wanted it to be service-related. Can you speak to that a little bit? Yeah, definitely. So, uh, for example, there's going to be eye checks uh, for the um, uh, children. Um, a, a new addition, actually, is there's going to be autism tests provided um, by uh, Easter Seals, as well as different uh, behavioral tests provided by uh, U.S. Health St. John's and, um, and other organizations. Um, as you mentioned, the health will be providing a couple services as well. Um, and then there's also going to be a nutrition-based uh, uh, kind of uh, test and, and, I guess, uh, activity uh, done by U.S. ISIS to kind of show out the, the importance of nutrition. So those are a couple of activities. I think that's such a, a good draw for anyone who's listening because this is, this is a focused on service and results child health fair. It's more than just coming to receive information. There's actual screenings happening, which is so important. So for anyone who's listening, this is 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. second annual child health fair sponsored by Advent Health at Buddy Taylor Middle School. So let me ask you a question. You might might be the wrong person. We should probably ask Brian because... Uh, you're with the Department of Health. So I was going to ask you, what do you think of all 67 counties, where does Florida's kids rank uh, or Flagler County's kids rank as a, a, a child health ranking? Do you know that number? Have you ever I, I don't know that so number. So take a stab. Take a stab. What do you think that okay. number is? Um, in terms of where we are in Flagler County, I am going to guess within at least the 50 percentile yeah. And above, correct? Yeah, because okay. what a lot of people don't know is Fl- Florida has a lot of rural counties. You don't really think of it all that much. We think of Miami and Tampa and Orlando. But, I mean, you know, there's a lot of rural counties. So the Annie E. Casey Foundation tracks and gives rankings out to all the Florida 67 counties in terms of, you know, your county is the most health, uh, child health ranking number one all the way down to 67. So in Flagler, we rank this year in 2023 at number 33. 
So um, we're middle of the pack, kind of to your point, right? Mm-hmm. There's 67 counties. That's like dead center. Yeah. Um, and we actually have to think, wow, that's pretty good considering we're a small county. We don't, you know, we have 120, 30,000 residents. It's not like we're Metro Miami with tons of resources to provide health care. Mm-hmm. And you can't even have a baby in Palm Coast, right? So, um, but that has been pretty much the consistent story of Flagler County for the last five years. You know, back in 2018, we were 34. Uh, 2021, we were 33. 2023, we're 33. So um, we're really not going anywhere. And um, this is really what we're trying to do is this is one of the examples, right? Can we move the needle on making that number in the top 20, whatever our goal might be as a community. But until you start looking at these things and really thinking about them in that way, uh, it's hard to you know, consider how you would even move the needle. But the first thing we got to do is is understand what is the measurement of success and then are we impacting that? So, And for people that are competitive, when you do things that are based on numbers, it can have a real driving force behind it because yeah. for somebody like me, I'm like, well, I want to get to 25 or I want to get to 20. What else is it that we can do so that our children within Flagler County are receiving all the services that they, that they need in addition to um, the parents having the right education? Yeah, well, and that's a big part of it too, like the, the parents having the right education. And sometimes... You know, uh, we, we want to say the best things, right? Sometimes we wish you the best. We, we wish that every situation could get better, but sometimes it can't. A lot of the reason why poverty exists in the life of a child is because the parents are in poverty. And it's just this vicious circle of they were born into it and they don't know any different, right? So we're that's the power of education. And sometimes it might be too late for that parent. Um, but if we give the parent resources to help get their kids out of this situation that they found themselves in, you know, then that's a win for that generation. And and we're one step closer to the goal, even though that's a 20 year long vision. But if we can do that times 1500 people, you know, now we're talking about something substantial, you know, Definitely. Well, I'm really excited to be attending this Child Health Fair second annual, again, Buddy Taylor Middle School, February 24th. And um, I think the work that y'all are doing is fabulous, and I can't wait to see more of how it turns out in the future based on the work that you're doing today. Yeah, thanks. I mean, uh, we are moving in the right direction as a community, but we can always get better. And this is just the beginning of the conversation, so I'm excited to be a part of it. I'm thankful for the partnership with the Department of Health, with Advent Health. Um, everybody's been super responsive to this and it's, um, it's a real positive community event. So thanks. You're welcome. And Brian to you, I can't wait to see you again at this event. Thank you for all that you've done. Um, again, just a little information about you. You graduated what year? Uh, I graduated 2020. Yes. 2020. So how lucky are we to have you so involved here in Flagler County? Thank you for the work you're doing. That's scary, Jaffe. I mean, uh, that means, uh, (laughs) 2020. I, I wanted to say like 18 months ago, but that, that yeah. was three years ago. That's, oh boy. Yeah. We're getting old fast. Yep. It goes by very quickly. I won't even say what year I graduated. So, <laughs> well, it's been wonderful. Thank you so much. And um, I look forward to this event again, February 24th, Buddy Taylor Middle School Child Health Fair. This has been another edition of Flagler Health Matters. You can find past episodes of the show at flaglerbroadcasting.com slash podcast. And please give us a like on Facebook. This is Jaffe Lee with the Florida Department of Health. Have a great weekend.
The Florida Department of Health Flagler wants you to know that your Flagler school student is eligible for a no-cost eye exam and no-cost glasses if eligible in partnership with Florida Hiken Children's Vision Program, LLC. This annual no-cost eye exam is offered to every Flagler County school student who qualifies to participate. Parents and guardians of students pre-K through grade 12 can apply now by visiting www.floridahiken.org. That is spelled H-E-I-K-E-N. Registration is required. The statewide Florida Hiking Children's Vision Program mission is to ensure that all school-aged children who do not pass their vision screening have access to a comprehensive eye examination, including dilation and glasses if required, to give them the best chance at academic success. These no-cost services are offered statewide, and the Florida Department of Health Flagler, in partnership with Flagler Schools, is proud to bring this program to you. Apply now by visiting www.floridahiken.org or call 386-313-7069 for more information. Dear Miami Lighthouse Hiking Children's Vision Program, I am so glad you gave me these glasses. I can see better now. Now I can copy from the board without making any mistakes. I can see very clearly with the glasses. Thank you. Are you looking for a new career that will offer growth, learning, and the ability to help your local community? Look no further than the Florida Department of Health Flagler in Benel. We are hiring. Working for the state of Florida is more than a paycheck. We offer a total compensation package for employees that features a highly competitive set of benefits for qualifying jobs, including annual leave and sick leave, nine paid holidays, state group insurance coverage options, including health, life, dental, and vision, retirement plan options, including employer contributions, tuition waivers, flexible spending accounts, and more. Are you looking for a job in the dental field? We're hiring. Are you looking for a job in the business sector? We're hiring. Our positions start above the current minimum wage. Go to jobs.myflorida.com and search for jobs today using Benel or 32110. Again, that's jobs.myflorida.com and find your Florida Department of Health Flagler job today.